Hey guys, good to talk to you this morning. Hey, it's Thursday, and last week we began a new series, Thursday's Discussions, uh, which focus on or center on some questions I've either been asked this week or, or, or real recently, and, and so we're going to do that. But I want to share with you the passage of the week, and uh, I'll just share it. You don't necessarily have to find your copy of God's Word to get there. We're not going to be there very long. Ephesians chapter 4, beginning verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, Whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, whatever things, uh, as I said, is a good report. If anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things, the things which you learned and and received and heard and and saw, uh, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. Well, listen, I'm glad you're here this morning. Uh, There are several things I've been asked recently and I just want to take a few moments and discuss them. Uh, just kind of maybe some of you've asked these questions. The first question uh, comes from a dear friend of mine who was asking about the Old Testament collection uh, for the temple. And they wanted to know if the treasure in the temple uh, could be a reminder or uh, perhaps a, a harbinger of what the tithe is to the modern day church. And obviously it could be and, and is in many ways, although I don't think I've ever heard that mentioned or preached on in that way. You go back and look and read the story there as they collected their tithes, their offerings, their gifts, and their free will offerings, and all those other things. And you'll find at one point they got so much they had to stop collecting it. I don't know a church has had that reality hit them today. But yes, it is a reminder that God has always wanted us, wanted us to and expected us to, to give to his work. And so that was a great question. I've never heard it preached on another great question a friend asked me this week was, is the ministry of John the Baptist before, after, or during uh, the ministry of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? Well, the ministry of John begins shortly before uh, the ministry of Jesus, the public ministry, the official startup of Jesus' ministry. John, of course, was about six months older than our Lord, and so he came preaching and declaring the truth and preaching a baptism of repentance, turning from our sins, turning from your sins, and then Jesus came and preaching the truth of the gospel of the kingdom of God, uh, that you could uh, be, not only be forgiven your sins, but you have a relationship with God. John had a huge part, a lot of understanding, but he did not have the whole story, did not have all the understanding. At some point during Jesus' ministry, in the time their time together, you remember John was arrested and thrown in prison because he'd been preaching well, he'd been telling he'd been telling the governor, the ruler, the king, whatever you want to say, you know what, you're living wrong, you're doing wrong, and you shouldn't do that, and God's not happy about it. And well, they arrested him, and eventually, uh, because of a dance that a young lady danced, uh, and she was offered anything she wanted up to half the kingdom, I believe, as, as the story goes. Wow, and she chose, you know, guided by her mother, she chose the head of John the Baptist on a platter. Now, I didn't think about this when I first uh, started to answer these questions today or started to deal with this story. But I'm going to tell you, sometimes today, in today's world, I am amazed what parents lead their children to do. But when I go back and read this story, I go, man, this is <laughs> this is always going on. There are some parents who just don't understand uh, what your job and responsibility is. So those are two questions I've been asked this week. And I uh, I've really enjoyed those questions. Appreciate that. Uh, a third question that I've been asked recently, this was, I think, a week ago, 
and I should have addressed it last week, I guess, but I didn't get around to it. I was talking to an individual as I was getting ready to leave. They wanted to know if they could ask me a question. I said, certainly. I said, well, what about the Jews? I said, what do you mean, what about the Jews? And they said, well, about salvation. What about the Jews? Where do they fit in? And what happens to them now? I know later, you know, they're going to be, and they kind of gave their explanation of what they thought. But then they said, what about now? Well, I told them, I, told them, I said, well, actually, that's a great question. But in many ways, it's the wrong question. And they kind of looked at me. What do you mean? Well, people ask that. What about the Jews? What about this group? Everybody, you, I, everybody comes to Christ, must come to Christ by faith, must come to Christ in spite of what our, our early learning, our early teachings, our early life was. We've got to come by faith. And, and no one comes to Jesus except by faith. And, and it has to be faith in him. He's the way, the truth, and life. And no man can come to the Father except by him. And as a looked at me for a moment and thought about it. Well, you know, I guess that makes sense. And I realized that a lot of people, because we, we think God is this respecter of persons or we, we have this idea, we go, well, there must be something else when it comes to Jews. No, they come like we do. I read the book of Habakkuk, the just, you know, the just should live by faith. I go back and look at Abraham's call. You go back and look at so many things in the Old Testament and you'll find that thread of faith, that understanding of faith, that foundation of faith, however you want to say it. Now, faith has to do with believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, in the, in the latter days, in the very latter days, I guess I should say, I have people tell me all the time, we are living in the latter days. Well, I think it's later than it used to be. I don't know that that means Jesus is coming tomorrow, but I hope he does, and I'm ready for him if he does, and I hope you are too. But I do know that the time in many ways is getting short. Another question I've been asked recently uh, has to do with what's going on in our country as we keep moving toward, uh, I don't know, whatever we're moving toward. I'm not really sure that I understand what we're moving toward or what we're going toward or uh, what we're going to do. And, and they wanted to know if we have fallen so far as a nation that we can't go back. Well, I, I, and my answer to them was, well, there's nothing impossible with God. And while we certainly have messed up, we certainly... Well, I don't even know how to say it other than this. While we certainly have allowed sin to block out much of the light of God, our sin, our personal sin as a nation, our corporate sin as a nation, however you want to say it, nothing's impossible with God. Until the trumpet blows and we go, okay, and until the books are closed, there's still time. Now, that's not false hope, and that's not trying to give people a pass. There are a lot of people in this country today who are leading it in a way it shouldn't go. And something don't happen in their life, they don't get right with God. Well, it's not going to be good for them in the end. And that's not a racist or a prejudice or elitist or an unelite or whatever. That's not. That's, that's just a fact. If they don't get their life in line with Jesus Christ, they don't get their life in line with the Word of God, then they're not going to go uh, to heaven because Jesus Christ is the way, truth, and life. And then when it comes to Father, except by Him. This week, there has been a huge discussion about the royals in England and, and the family. And, of course, uh, I guess the daughter-in-law started this discussion. Her and her husband now live in America. Uh, <clears throat> I guess she made some accusations as I read it. I don't really going to get into that one way or the other. But it reminded me how easy it is just to get things upset, just to get the things off kilter, offline in a family. All you got to do is say one thing here. 
or indicate one thing. Now, I don't know, and I'm not defending nor attacking the individuals that started this, uh, and I don't know what the answer is. I don't live in the castle. I don't live in the royal family. I've never, I don't know any of them, and I don't know the one who started this. I don't, I don't know them either, but I do know this. I don't think Christ would have us running around accusing people of terrible, horrible things just to do to get some attention. Uh, and I don't think that, that it is it is the right thing to do to go around accusing people of horrible things when they have, quite frankly, uh, given us a life we could have never had without them. I, that's, that's crazy. Now you say, well, what about people who, do, well, okay, obviously if there's been abuse, mistreatment, those kind of things, really. But I've listened to things that are said and uh, I don't know. I just don't know what that's about. So I'm just going to tell you, it's a reminder that it is not wise to throw stones at people because the ripple effect, well, it's going to have, that it, it's going to have, will go far beyond what you think. So what do you mean the ripple effect, Brother Danny? Well, I don't know that anybody will ever look at the lady who made those accusations and her husband the same again. Oh, I, oh some people have pity on them and how, how terrible, how awful uh, it was for them. And then they'll realize the lifestyle they had have and they'll go, well, you know, <laughs> maybe that's not so bad. Don't know that that's the right thing to do, but that's what people will uh, do. That's what people will decide to do. Uh, also, I don't know that anybody look at the the rest of the royal family the same. They'll make value judgments. I, you know, you say, well, what do you think? Well, I don't know. I have no clue. But I do know this spiritually. I learn a lesson here, or I'm reminded of something God has taught us. We should not be throwing sticks and stones. We should not be throwing hammers and, and axes and, you know, whether they're verbal or real and people that we're related to, kin to, and know, and I've been in life. Yes, there are times we have to address things and straighten things out. However, however, we should not be just causing trouble for folks. And especially when it's really, well, it's really more of a pity party than it is, you know, the reality of what's happened. He said, oh, Brother Danny, I, I think you're saying something about that lady. No, I'm not. I'm not, because I don't know. But it seems to be, from the outside looking in, that a lot of this was driven by things that weren't really what they talked about, but perhaps something else. And I can't answer all those questions. I won't. I will just take this spiritual lesson here. There is just no wisdom and no point of causing arguments and division in the family. And I don't care what family it is. The arguments and division this caused whether they're going to have lasting effects. Recently, I've talked to some folks who have real problems in their family. They didn't have this kind of situation, but the situation they have, the situation they had, it has led to real division and real trouble in the family. And right now, although nothing is impossible with God, right now it does not seem to them that this situation is going to be resolved. It's going to get better. Well, outside of the hand of God, the blessing of God, the direction of God, the love of God, the peace of God, it's not going to get better. Now, in Thursday's discussions, what we're trying to do is answer questions. We're trying to tell you, just show you uh, some situations that people have brought to us, how life is being lived in a lot of ways. And our goal, our point, is to try to address things that maybe you're thinking about. And, and I hope we've done that today with those situations. So one other thing I want to talk to you, I want to talk to you about, and then we're going to go. It probably will wind up being out of here. A little early. This is a different type of podcast. It is not intended necessarily to go the full, you know, we try to go about 18 minutes on regular podcasts. We're just trying to, to bring some thoughts and some things we've heard over the last few days and things. And maybe you've thought about them, maybe you haven't. 
take some world events and kind of comment on them. And, you know, I always kind of get a spiritual lesson. And as I always say, a thought for the day. So let me give you the last thing for today. Yesterday, I told many of you through a podcast and and through a Facebook post that Kathy and I got our, our shot, our vaccination uh, for, uh, you know, the COVID. <laughs> the COVID. I hate that word. Anyway, and, you know, I got a lot of feedback, a lot of people. Well, I would have done it. I would have done it. Glad you did on that. And uh, as I, you know, I explained, I'm a chaplain now. And so, you know, it's one of the things to go in places I need to go to see people I need to see I I was going to have to do. And so I did it. However, as I said yesterday, we were fortunate enough. Somehow this just lucked on this, that we we got the one and done kind. We don't have to go twice. And I'm going to tell you, I am so thankful for that. As I said yesterday, I like shots. (laughs) And that didn't change my mind. So a lot of people want to know, okay. Uh, what happened the next day? Well, I haven't talked to Kathy yet, so I don't know about her. And the doctor uh, told us things yesterday about what to expect, what to look for, and made it quite plain that a lot of times the uh, side effects are worse in women for some reason. And, you know, I don't know, maybe they'll, uh, maybe some of this uh, woke, uh, woke culture, you know, council culture will be suing the pharmacies because, you know, things are worse on women uh, when it comes to the shot. Don't know, no, no, I'm not trying to make a joke. I'm just I'm making a comment on the society we live in. We get offended by everything. However, I do want to tell you this morning, I finally know what a dead arm is. I have, as a baseball fan, listened all my life to, you know, talk about pitchers who have a dead arm. They're going through this, I have a dead arm. And they'll be have been pitched and do this and do that. And then they, your arm hurts, you can't do anything, no strength in it, blah, 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 and all that. And I go, how in the world does that happen to a guy that's in shape and does everything? Now, we're, we're not <laughs> comparing ourselves to a pitcher. And, and yes, I'm a shape. It's round, but I'm a shape. But <laughs> I will tell you this morning, my arm hurts. <laughs> I just got I to gotta be honest. My arm hurts. Oh, man. <sighs> but everything else seems to be fine. But, man, I tell you, I hope this don't last long. A friend of mine last night told me that Ben Gay and Benadryl is what a, people been, a lot of people have been using. Unfortunately, I had neither in my house. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just on my way to Brookhaven, Mississippi, uh, to attend to a meeting. And I, I, I wonder if I'm going to be able to use my hurt arm as a reason to get out early. <laughs> I wonder. I'm going to try that. No, I can't, I can't do that. Anyway, God bless you. I love you. Listen, I'm glad you listened. You say, Brother Dave, this was a, really a weird know it's a different podcast we're trying to meet lots of needs and sometimes we sit down and we just bring something from the bible but every once in a while i just like to have a discussion and we're doing this on thursdays now so if you have a question comment something you'd like us to discuss or talk about let us know uh, the email address is dspreacherman at gmail.com all our case the dspreacherman at gmail.com all our case or Contact us on the Facebook, as my friend loves to say. I don't know if he says it anymore. I'm about to call him and see. I've got so used to saying it. I say it all the time now. But anyway, on the Facebook, you can contact us at DK Ministries. Uh, send us a message. Let us know if you have a question, if you have a prayer request. Hey, what we'd really love to do is just hear a comment. Uh, yeah, you, you can compliment us. That'd be awesome. But we'll take your criticisms. Now, in all honesty and true transparency, we're more likely to discuss the compliments than the criticisms. But we'll take both and we'll we'll evaluate. And if we can learn and improve, that's what we're always seeking to do. If we can improve, we will. Uh, but I don't. I wouldn't look for any huge improvement. Uh, just pray for us. We thank you for that. 
by the way, share these with others. That's the goal here. We just want to uh, touch people's lives in as many ways as possible, as many times as possible, uh, with a word, a thought, a, a whatever, a reminder of God's goodness and infinite grace. Now, let me bring all this together and we'll close. In all the situations we've discussed, well, except the dead arm, uh, <laughs> the other real issues, you're not worried about my arm, but I am because it hurts. But it, <laughs> oh, I hope you've stayed in. I hope you've stayed in tune. Anyway, in the other situations, the questions about the Jews, about the treasury, and about John the Baptist, they remind us that God is at work. He has been at work, and he's still working. It also reminds us in every one of those things, there's a grace that is given, but there's a task that is assigned. And we must do the things we have been told and commanded to do by God if we are to see great things happen. Yes, the giving in the Old Testament allowed for the building of the temple and, and all the work that was done. John the Baptist's ministry prepared the way for Christ. And it also reminded us that, you know, religious leaders and uh, sector leaders are not beyond criticism and correction. And, and the question about the Jews, one of my favorite questions of all time, because so many people want to know about other people, and they forget that Jesus said, I have come to seek and to save that which is lost, meaning that outside of him, we are lost. Whether we're Jews or Gentiles or some other religion, we're lost without Christ. Okay, listen. I'm glad that you I'm glad that you listened. I hope you're still there. Uh, I appreciate you tuning in. I hope that you'll be back. I hope that if you have a question over at some point uh, soon, you'll you'll email us at uh, dspreacherman at gmail.com, all our case, or you'll uh, contact us. Yes, here it comes on the Facebook <laughs> and let us know. And hey, we're praying for you. Pray for us. God bless you. We love you. We'll see you next time. Oh. <sighs> <sighs>